The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks. This week, our featured guest is Ava Wallace of the Washington Post, who covers the Washington Wizards. Here she is talking about the addition of Russell Westbrook and how much more pressure that now puts on Scott Brooks and the D.C. home team. What was your first thought when they traded John Wall for Russell Westbrook? My Honestly, my first thought, so I'm... I, I swear to you, this is my first thought after, you know, after the initial freak out of like, oh, it's like 8 p.m. or whatever it was. Let me go get to my computer right now. Um, I was a junior in high school in Silver Spring when John was drafted. And I remember like literally the, it, it can't have been the day after it was, it must have been after his season debut or something. Kids like literally running down my hallway. You could not turn the corner without someone dugging in the hallway. And that's what I'll always say. He was, it's so funny. Like, because at my high school, every every single Monday, everybody's wearing Redskins or excuse me, Washington football team jerseys to the school, like huge NFL thing, just like the whole area. But when John Wall got drafted, it was such a big cultural moment and such a big like he was immediately an icon because he was young. He was like you know not that I was what 16, 17, so he's not that much older than me. Um, that was the first thing I thought of like wow. I can't believe it's actually over. It was very much like I feel like what a lot of a lot of fans felt about like raw emotion of like, oh my gosh, like John Wall is gone. Yeah, I, I agree with that hundred percent. I was let me see, John left. John left after his freshman year. So I think I was a I was either a sophomore or junior in college when he got drafted. But the the day that stood out to me more was when he signed his max contract. I was at that presser. The Supermax? Yeah. I was at that presser because, you know, we're making our ways in the industry. And I remember asking him, what does leadership look like? Because you've just been paid. And now how do you honor this contract? And he talked, as much as he talked about basketball, he also talked about the city, which to your Mm -hmm. point, if you've been in the area and watched him, he has been so sincere about supporting this community, the money he raised in the midst of the pandemic, his, his food drives, his backpack drives. Like he's really, really been so sincere. So when it went down, the day before David Aldridge dropped the hammer on how, maybe it wasn't the day before, maybe, I know leading up to it actually happening. He when he was like, Ted? Ted, yeah, you got to make a call. Is it Brad or is it John? Like, let's go. And I was like, oh. But then Troy Halliburton, who we love, our boy Troy, mm-hmm. he wrote a really great piece for the city paper about how John deserved a better ending, which I thought was so spot on. Um, the rumors of Bill and John not working have been going ever since Brad started to elevate his game when John got hurt. So I wasn't super surprised, but I was really curious to see if they were going to be able to figure it out this year, especially with John being healthy, but alas, no more. (laughs) Oh wait, was it an upgrade or a downgrade? I think it's a, I think it's a fresh start for both sides. Like I think after all of the rumors started coming out, and that's when John starts to get disgruntled. You know, the, the, it was like two weeks before they made the trade. The night that free agency opened, the rumors started leaking out. Houston's talking to Washington, blah, blah, blah. John obviously heard that through the grapevine. Um, and I think the moment 
that your franchise player who has been the cornerstone and has gotten all of these accommodations and has had, you know, the team rightfully so, was building around their star and gave him a lot of leeway. And the second he's like, oh, hold on a second. It's like the ground shifts from underneath you. And you're like, I got, I have to get up out of here. Like, this is not what I thought it was. Yeah. So I think both sides were ready. I think the way it ended up is good for everybody. I've, it, apparently, John's super happy in Houston. I don't know if you guys watch him play on preseason. He looks really good. He looks good on court. I know it's just whatever, early games and everything like that. But for the Wizards to have a chance to kind of go a new direction, keep Bradley Beal here as their franchise cornerstone unless he decides to leave, and have a player like Russ who not only can help them get to the playoffs this year potentially, but like you can really come in. I don't know if you've seen all the quotes coming out from all these Zoom availabilities about him being accountable, prepared or whatever. Like they're looking for culture too. They, they don't come out and say it so much because they don't really like the word culture over there, but they're looking to establish a, a little bit of a new culture over there. So I think that's a really big deal for them. On court, I mean, I think it's pretty one for one trade. <laughs> like. Yeah. He's a little slower, maybe a little older, but he's not coming off the injury, so they're not going to have to be all careful with him and everything. But uh, although he hasn't played in a preseason game yet, so um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, on court is what I'm. I'm very interested to see how he and Brad work together. I will say the the culture part buzzword for the organization to me. Mm. Makes, gives us a just a slight advantage because I think I always go back to Vic who is our you know DMV Demathadu shout out to Vic Oladipo and he very blatantly has said I want to say more than once that he learned how to work and how to elevate his game from being a teammate of Russ's in OKC and that's when he left and turned into this perennial all-star prior to his injury so I always go back to that and now with the Tim McMahon story that dropped this week where there's instances of Russell wanting upset because there was no accountability for one James Harden like it only confirms to me that he's the he's perfect for all these young guys that you've got in this organization so I'm super excited to see how that goes hey wait wait Vic Oladipo was at OKC yeah when uh I don't know he went from hold on let me make sure I got this right did he go from the magic to OKC to Indiana I'm looking it up because I don't yeah I don't remember that yeah, he played. With I, I love that you mentioned that, Monica, because that's always what people mention to me first. They're like, you know, Vic will give Russ his props yeah. to his dying day. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in OKC 1617. Yeah, it was short. But... Really? Mm-hmm. I do not remember that. I mean, they weren't. What were you doing at 1617? Yeah, I was about to say, you were busy. I, I, I was in college. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I was in college. <laughs> there you go. We're <laughs> <laughs> a theater team either. So, like, it, it could easily, I know because Vic is our local guy. You know, we keep tabs on our DMV fellas. Some of us. A little bit. <laughs> so, okay, here's my question. I'm just going to be that guy. So, I'm just not a big Russell Westbrook fan. Like, I, I just okay. don't think he wins. Like, I, I don't think, like, yeah, he's good with accountability and all that, but I just don't think his style of play transforms into winning get basketball games because when you look at what he did like yeah he gets triple doubles and all that but i i just don't see him winning so i, I mean what's y'all's take on that uh, you mean because he's got the the playoff thing where he can't make it past the second round or like just the I winning mean, in, in general that, but ju- just his style just the style of of play taking like 30 40 shots he's okay he's taking like 30 40 shots 
um, just his one speed, not being able to change speeds, not really being a true playmaker in a sense, just mm-hmm. more so like a full speed, 100 mile per hour guy. I mean, yeah, he's a freak of nature, but I just don't know when you look at point guard, like. So before I answer, this is what I will say. Russ got to a conference finals, right? Or semis? When they were all together in OKC and semis. they like, Semi. So, no, finals, right? I thought it was the finals. Oh, no, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they did get to the finals that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah, the yeah. finals, then KD left. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think it's fair to say that he doesn't win. I think Russ is a guy that probably needs a unique combination around him. But as I survey this Wizards roster, and Brad continues to ascend, and Scott Brooks had Russ at the peak of his winning, I think the pieces are in place. And he's now on the East. So he's going to give Trey Young all the headaches, Kimball Walker all the headaches, like whoever's playing point guard in Philly, right. all the headaches. Like, come get this work, whoever's at the guard spot in Miami. So I think we are – we're about to see Russ in a new construct that will maybe tap into some of the old winning. Because I understand where you're coming from, King, but I think right. this group needs a dynamic personality like Russ. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with my the, – the coming to the East thing, that's the big thing. Yeah. I do – I think – that he, I really do think he and Brad are going to work together. He's coming in and saying everything now, everything Westbrook's saying so far is my job is to make his life easy, da 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 all this stuff. I do think he has made room for, for teammates in the past. You know, he made room for Paul George when Paul George had his season. You know, he can work with other people. Um, I think the winning, I think he is coming into a really comfortable situation. He's got Brooks. He's got a whole bunch of training staff people. Months before this trade happened, Wizards cleaned, essentially cleaned house with their, like, training staff people, brought in a whole bunch of people who was with Russ and OKC. Like, so he's coming into a very comfortable situation that's also hungry for someone like him to come and establish things. Like, he's not walking into to something where he's going to have to make room for James, and this is really James's team, and he's just fitting in. Like, I think the Wizards are thirsty for someone to come, come in and, and really establish stuff. So I think that'll be a comfortable situation for him. I think he's got the shooters around him I think he's, if he shares you know which I, I do think he will I think he'll be okay at sharing the ball and everything like that and he's got Brad and Bertans and all those guys like in the east the Wizards that's 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 the question everybody asked me like does this mean they're a playoff team now I think if they're not that's a problem agreed yeah agreed agreed, agreed. did we convince you King <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I mean, I, look, I do agree with y'all. He comes into the East and the point guards in the East are way different than what, he, what he's used to seeing in the West. But I, I just don't know. And I saw him with James Harden and, and saw the way he was playing. I, I'm not a big Russell Westbrook fan, so I might be a little biased. But I, I just don't see him winning. Because when, when he won, he had potentially the greatest player on the earth on the team. Like mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, which took a lot of slack off of him and also they were up 3-1 and lost that to the Warriors so I just I, no I mean it's it's just I guess we're gonna see so I do please Ava go ahead I was gonna say I do think he's gonna have to win a lot of people over I do yeah. think there are a lot of people who are still like my, my point guard's gone Russ is a a very different personality on court and off um yeah. although the Wizards say they're very similar off court but um yeah, that, that part's going to be. The whole family man. Are they? <laughs> no. No. But <laughs> I, I don't think, you know, John is the, the really good thing about John and why people like fell in love with him is he's so real. Like you, any, anybody could walk up to him and he'd tell, you, he'd tell you exactly what was on his mind, like for better or for worse. I don't think Russ is like that. Well, mm. 
No, I, I don't think Russ is like that. <laughs> All right. I mean, but look, what I would say, last thing about Russ Westbrook, mm-hmm. he might be one of the flyest dudes in the league. And I don't care what nobody got to say about that. The way he dresses, some yes. people say it, it's it's over the top. It's no, that dude is fly. Like some of his fits, I'm like, eh, all right, bro. But 95% of his fits are always hitting. The, one of the flyest dudes in the league, top five, easily. Yeah. I can't wait for King to get to the point in his career where he gets to show off his style regularly. So I could be like, let me tell y'all, when he first was starting, all he talked about was fly athletes. If you would like to hear more from Ava Wallace, check out the full version of Buckets, Boys, and Blocks presented by Pure Hoops Media. You can also see the video version on YouTube, we're going digital, folks. 